live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Breaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Come on, Freaks. What's so fascinating to me with that NASCAR race at Bristol last night, nighttime at Bristol, not the fact that it's a nighttime race at Bristol, it's that everybody on this planet that wasn't brought into this life, brought into this, brought into this planet without a, everyone that's been brought into this planet without a silver spoon in their mouth has experienced what Matt DiBenedetto did last night. You're leading with about 10 laps to go. All this on the heels of being told you're not going to have a ride next year. We've all been in that position where <laughs> we either felt we're going to lose our gig, we're going to lose our gig, we lost our gig, but you have one opportunity to show your boss and give him the big finger, and you fall a little bit short. Yeah, that's what happened with Matt DiBenedetto, a guy that, frankly, he spent some time in Joe Gibbs' Young driving schools camp ran some Xfinity races, but never really had his hands on a wheel on a car that could actually win a damn race. Yet he was doing that last night with the Levine family in the number 95. How you guys doing, man? Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. We're there for you on Facebook. And, of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Will Power, IndyCar Series winner from Pocono. He'll be joining us. Comedian Tommy Davidson. Actor, comedian. You know him from uh, it's in, uh, in Living Color. Yeah, Tommy Davidson will join us here in the Freak Nation and your ARCA series winner, Michael Self, winning on the Springfield Mile on dirt. On General Tire. Bam. Statman, there's always been that one time in our in our life that we really wanted to show it to our boss. And we're just, <laughs> uh, and, and oh, and that, the, the, you could hear, this is how far Bristol's fallen as far as crowd goes. You could hear the crowd when Matt DiBenedetto was leading and made that move to pass last night in Bristol, Stat? I don't know if Benedetto is the bigger story or the fact that Hamlin is suddenly getting competitive. Where'd that come from? (laughs) With the new crew chief this year. Yeah, his crew chief was Gabe Hart. He's crediting chemistry is coming at the right time. Okay. Well, it's still the chemistry doesn't drive the car. You know, he still has to get the job done, but he got it done last night. He's got it done a couple of times this year and he'll be in the playoffs. So uh, maybe uh, the stat man and his prediction that Denny Hamlin can't be a champion. That's going to be challenged for at least a few more races still. Okay. What would be more of a championship drive? Would it be Denny Hamlin actually taking the title this year or would it be Denny Hamlin doing the right thing, arguably, for the satellite team of Joe Gibbs, which is, of course, Levine Racing, which is, of course, the team that Michael DiBenedetto drives for, or Matt DiBenedetto drives for, and was told that he will not have a seat next year. Again, Denny Hamlin's satellite team with Joe Gibbs Racing. And if he just would have said, yeah, let's give this to DiBenedetto because a win means he's guaranteed in the playoffs and what the playoffs could have done for Matt DiBenedetto and his future. 
I, I don't know what you're asking me, but... What would be uh, a bigger championship move? I mean, Denny Hamlin's already in the playoffs. Wouldn't it be great if he just kind of said, oh, shoot, something something held up no, my No, we're talking about NASCAR. Drivers don't give stuff up. They're not, you know, they're, they don't care who else. They could win every race. And the chance for De Benedetto to win one race, they don't care. Uh, I, he's got a, according to NASCAR drivers, who take money out of uh, Xfinity drivers' mouths and take money out of truck drivers' mouths, they got to earn it. So, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? How many years? We've been doing this for 20 years. And for 20 years, we've been hearing, they don't deserve a chance. They have to earn it. You know, screw them. The, okay, okay. The, but having said that, though, at least Denny Hamlin did apologize. He said he was really sorry to Matt DiBenedetto, but he had to drive hard for his sponsors, of course, FedEx Racing. And then he also added, and I think this is a cool quote by Denny Hamlin because he really didn't have to say this. Basically, knowing that DiBenedetto is shopping a ride now, all you car owners, if you don't give him a ride, you're idiots. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's the softball of all time. That slow pitch softball. <laughs> to say that most of the drivers are idiots. <laughs> uh, that the Benedetto is a good driver and he's proved it. He's been uh, competitive uh, yeah. for most of the season, and that guarantees nothing. He yeah. will, you know, he he may not get a ride. He may be back in the trucks next year. Going to resume with some more affiliates here in the Freak Nation. To get right back with Crash Class Pit News and Notes. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from the Lucas Oil Studios ringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. How are you doing? Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Already plenty of conversation regards to the Bristol night race. We've got more of that coming up, Freak Nation. Your IndyCar Series winner from Pocono, Will Power, will be here in the Freak Nation. Comedian Tommy Davidson will be here in the second hour. Michael Self, ARCA Series winner from Springfield, will be here. The first Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself, your family, your friends a favor. When you're rolling in that truck, SUV, grab a set of General Tires. Go to GeneralTire.com to find the right tire for that righteous ride. Crasher? Well, it was a day of dry spells getting drenched. IndyCar was back. More on that Pocono race in a bit. Let's continue, excuse me, talking about the racing weekend kicking off in Tennessee as NASCAR raced on the Bristol Bullring. It was Brett Moffitt who took the checkers on Thursday for the truck series. Tyler Reddick won on Friday in the Xfinity class. And then Saturday, we've been talking about it, win number four for Denny Hamlin, who is just, what, last four races have been a a third, a second, and two firsts. It's just insane what he's doing. What about that drive, though, from Matt Benedetto that we've been talking about just days after announcing he would not be returning to the seat next year? And like many drivers have been echoing throughout the garage area, who's got money for Matty D? He deserves it. And, well, actually, to kick off the weekend, how about that Dale Earnhardt Jr. plane crash on Thursday? Jeez. In case you have not yet heard, Dale Jr. and his family were on a private plane landing just a couple miles from the Bristol Motor Speedway. Their plane skid off the runway after landing gear collapsed and it caught fire a pretty serious fire it's an awful video to watch all the Earnhardts made it out okay including their infant daughter Isla and the family dog and both pilots were safe 
as well. The ARCA Series raced on dirt at Springfield. Michael Self is your winner. He'll be joining us in about 30 minutes. One of those dry spells I referenced earlier was top fuel pilot Leah Pritchett. She won in Brainerd, Minnesota today. The first top fuel win for Don Schumacher racing all year. Let that sink in for a bit. Your funny car winner was Ron Caps. Pro stock, it was Jason Line who ran the table. And up next for everybody, the big go, Indy. That other dry spell that was drenched was that of IndyCar's 2014 champ, Will Power. With his win in Pocono today, he now has 13 consecutive seasons with at least one win. He joins us next. And the word is he'll be calling from his <clears throat> minivan. What? Coming up, Will Power in the Freak Nation. Freak Radio Network and Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system to fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get... Awesome. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and world rally championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAV-TV.com for more racing information and to demand... Your Mav TV. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
show, Speed Freaks, 20 years, man. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Of course, Twitter, Facebook. We're there for you, man. Be a part of it. This segment brought to you by good friends at Lucas Oil. Do yourself a favor. Go with the finest synthetic oil on the planet. Whatever you drive, put Lucas Oil in the bad boy. Speaking of driving, your Pocono IndyCar Series winner, Will Power, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And, Will, you are driving right now. And it's true. You are driving a minivan? Yes. Driving a minivan. Kids in the back, wife in the front, cruising on down to uh, Allentown. Well, then here's a here's a simple question for you. Uh, 25, 30 years ago, I said, what's more likely to happen? You're going to drive a minivan with a family or you're going to win the Indy 500? I would have said a minivan, but honestly, I've been always, in my mind as a kid, I was always going to be a race car driver, so I don't know. Um, yep, but most people would probably say the minivan. <laughs> With the family. But I got to do both, so it's great. There you go. Will Power joining us here in the Freak Nation, winner, IndyCar winner from Pocono today. And it's been a difficult year for you. This is your first win of the year, and that is very unlike Will Power, who has, you have a ginormous amount of wins in IndyCar, and what now, 13 consecutive seasons with the win. Your teammate, Simon Pagano, made a comment post-race today when they, they told him that, yes, you're going to be finishing third. They've now called the race because of lightning. And he said, you know what? Nothing really matters to me anymore. Once you win the Indy 500, everything's happy. With you having a frustrating year this year, is there even time for you to reflect on that and say, you know what? It's a tough year, but damn it. I'm a serious champ and an Indy 500 champ. All is still good in the world. Yeah, no, I tell you, uh, that wears off. I'm sorry when you're a competitor. Like, it's just, you know, yep, last year it would have, like, if I if I'd had a bad second half of the year, which I kind of did, it didn't matter. You won the 500. You're just so happy about it. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, like, you, your competitive spirit just kicks in and you just can't. You just, you're there to compete. You're there to win. You're not there to talk about past results or anything, honestly, and, and just kind of rest on your previous, successes uh you know i just i can't stand it when i'm not competitive i can't stand it well willpower let's talk about this particular win today because it was not a normal win by any stretch typically you you find ways to win you're a very good driver you find ways to win no matter what the scenario but today you collected debris you went to the back of the field yet you drove your way to the front you could say pit stops helped you, whatever. You still had a damn good car, and you were still very, very good behind the wheel. How did it come together today in your mind? Uh, yeah, it was a very uh, up-and-down day, honestly. At the start there, got a cut tire, so to come in and pit after that red flag. Then we uh, made a lot of hay, passed a few cars when everyone cleared off and pit because we, we uh, saved a lot of fuel back there, and we also topped off under that uh, yellow we were able to make a lot of ground up. And, in fact, it went yellow when I was in pit lane, which really helped um, me get, actually go all the way back to second. But then that reversed itself. And the next stop, it went yellow, and I was still out on the track. I went back to seven. Good restart. Made my way back to the front again and sat back, saved fuel. And then my spotter said, hey, there's rain out, 25 minutes, and it's time to go. So then I just went full rich and went past Dixon and uh, took off 
was showed my true hand. I was going to wait till the last 50 laps, but I thought, well, if we're going to get rain, we're probably not going to go back to green. Will Power, the Pocono winner today at IndyCar, 2014 IndyCar champion. Will, is it my perception, or does it seem like we keep having problems at Pocono? Yeah, I, look, that sort of crash could happen anywhere. You know, I, uh, I kind of I feel bad for Pocono. It's a great track, good track for us. Yes, the last two years it, it has. Well, not even the last two years. You know, had some unfortunate things happen there. Um, you know, it is a super speedway, and that's you know when there's an accident on a super speedway, if it's multiple cars, it's usually uh, not. You know, it's usually a big one. So you know, it comes down to you know drivers have got to respect super speedway racing. Not like road course racing or short oval racing, um, and uh, you know you just can't. Honestly, when you shot side drafting and that sort of thing, it's just it's just asking for trouble. Just asking Is for the... trouble. But uh, you know, it's it's uh, it, you know those guys. It, it, the, the crowds up fifteen percent every year, and um, you know, obviously the last two years there's been bad accidents on the first lap. But I don't know what to say. I mean, that that could happen anywhere. Obviously, at any super speedway, I would say. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I hope we go back. Obviously, I've I've done I've had a lot of success. I've won three times. Like the last four years, I've it's been all, three firsts and a second. But um, I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, IndyCar and Pokemon obviously uh, talking about it now, but. Um, you know, I have nothing against the track, and you just got to understand the super speedway racing is dangerous. Is the track too wide? It seems like one of the things we always talk about are cars spreading out, and it just appears to be too wide. It's a lot of lanes to drive in. Is it too wide? Does that require a different mindset when you go into the when the green flag falls? Yeah, it's yeah on those restarts. Definitely, when you're getting seven wide and that sort of thing, I mean, it's very you know that that is you know just it just has, someone has to move in the wrong direction. You can take a lot of cars out, but um, it's still up to the drivers to to just. I know it's hard to do in the in the heat of competition, but you really need to just almost take a step backwards on a super speedway and really creep up to it throughout the whole race. And that's, that's what I've done for the last few years. I've never, ever felt like desperation on the first lap. So just don't, it's just never good. You know, everyone's not up to speed. And, um, you know, it, it's a, you got to remember it's a 500-mile race. And, and to me, the crashes, the last, last few years, those crashes are totally preventable with, you know, people being a little bit more conservative in their approach. Will Power, IndyCar winner from Pocono, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And you are right. This, I do, at least from my perspective, I do believe this was a preventable crash by Takuma Sato. But that can maybe be a conversation for another day. You made a comment just now that that super speedway racing, you got to realize that it is dangerous. It's not impossible, but it is dangerous. How do we change the yeah. perspective of fans out there who say, 
they just want to have a knee-jerk reaction and just say, get us away from this type of racing. Because if that's the case, then Indy goes away too, and that's not possible. Yeah, no, I, no, Indy, Indy will never, never go away. But um, look, it, it also has a lot to do with the formula as well. It also has a lot to do with, um, um, you know, what the formula, what the what the series mandates as a formula. Obviously, you know, we had a had a point where there was a lot like pack racing on super speedways, which I think is just totally insane and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But you know, now they have guys working on that stuff all the time to make the racing good, but safe and about the driving, about the driver, and not just wide open everywhere. And, yeah, they really to, to me. To me, they um, really sorry. I got people talking in the background here. My wife and mother-in-law. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> we're actually at a toll bridge. I've pulled up, and they just can't stand. Like I'm on the phone in an interview when we don't have a ticket to go through or something. So I might just have to go through the easy pass, no cash, and get a penalty or a bill. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Like, you could be on a a radio interview and the whole family just doesn't care. Like, the baby's crying in the background, wife's talking to the mother-in-law. Just, I mean, come on. Damn. This is happening. I love it. That's Will, though. That is Will. Will Power, your Pocono IndyCar Series winner, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Well, hold on, though. He was going on to say that people in the series are working on the formula, the future formula for the cars, and we have to give them credit. Yes, the series does a very, you know, so, you know, with Jake Fry does a very good job. Yeah, Bill Pappas, uh, Tino Belli, the guys are overlooking. They they do a very good job of um, getting the right formula, and that wasn't there before. So you get a great group of people, and it's made the race. That in itself makes a huge difference. Makes it way safer. Take the desperation out of it too for the drivers to know that the tires will degrade, and you can pass. So, um, you know, many factors that go into what can make uh, an oval race dangerous. Will Power talking about formulas. There's some talk that maybe in the future IndyCar may add hybrid power plants to the the formula. You might be in a hybrid minivan now. (laughs) What do you (laughs) – have you had any thought about uh, adding hybrid power to the IndyCar? Uh, Yeah, I think it's – it's just inevitable um, with the way everything's going now, and uh, it um, you can you can uh, my wife's telling me we have to go now. We have to get the child in bed. But you, I think um, you know I I, I think uh, it it will be a more simple um, system than what Formula One has, and, and obviously be probably a lot cheaper. But um, I. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's got to make sense for the manufacturers. I mean, you know, if they're going to put the money in, you've got to be developing something that they can use on their road cars, and that's, that's a reason that they're heading in that direction. Straight, babe? Will, do you need a divorce attorney right now? <laughs> yeah, no, I do. This happens too often, this getting interrupted while on the phone. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Listen, yeah. your, your family's uh, more important than the Freak Nation, yes, dude. Yes. Uh, th- thanks for taking time out as you're driving your ass through Pennsylvania. 
man. Wait a minute, Will. Before you go, do you have a dog in the back there too? You got kids and a wife and a mother-in-law. You got to yeah. have a dog in the background somewhere. I actually don't have a dog, and I've been wanting to get a dog for a while. And the wife just won't have it. So. Liz, <laughs> oh, she says we have a dog, which she's referring to having the kid because it's the same. Thing. So we're going to look after. Right? Yep. There it is. All right. Hey, Will, just uh, be safe, my friend. Uh, your next win, you'll be back at the Freak Nation. Don't wait so damn long, all right? Excellent, yes. See you, buddy. Um, so, yeah, thanks for having me on. It's never-ending with Will Power. The interviews just get better and better. That's, that's perfect, Stat. He had everything in there except the damn dog. And yeah, he wanted you it. Know, I just while he was talking, I just had that picture of the dog with his head out the window, like uh, the art of racing in the rain. I was looking for Enzo in the back of the in the back of the minivan. Coming up in moments, your stat man scat. I found the news out last night about a a Freak Nation fave and injury to him. We'll get to that. Crasher's face just. We've already had this conversation, Crasher, but it's coming up in Statman Scat. Oh, yes, yes, Also, yes, we Michael did. Yes. Self okay. will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Wins on dirt. It's first time on dirt. He wins it in the Arca Series at Springfield Mile. And I want to revisit the conversation about Pocono. There's just something about that damn track with Indy cars. Yeah. More Freaks next. Never mind. That yours, this side's mine. Brother, you ain't my kid. Really bad news for a friend of the freaks. American Rallycross champion driver Scott Speed is recovering in a Salt Lake City hospital after a terrible accident Friday at a Nitro Circus Rallycross event at the Utah Motorsports Campus. Early Saturday, Scott told his social media community that he broke his back after landing hard in a qualifying heat. He said he destroyed his T6 vertebrae in his upper back and fractured three others in the accident. He said Friday night he was in a pretty dark place. A race official who was trackside told me Scott overshot the small jump and missed the landing area altogether. I'm told that Speed finished the heat, stopped the car, climbed out, took a step, and collapsed on the track in pain. Scott won three rallycross titles in four years with Andretti Autosport. He was leading this year's ARX standings by five points over former VW teammate Tanner Faust. It could be months before Speed gets back in a car for competition. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook, plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. 
Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash speed or text speed to 500-500. Losing hair sucks, and two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. I'm part of that two out of three. I'm glad I found Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair that you already have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. How easy? All it takes is a five-minute sign-up. You have to answer a few simple questions and snap some photos to complete your online doctor consultation. And fear not, the licensed physician will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. And did I mention? It starts at only $10 a month. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you need to do is wait to see a doctor. With Keeps, there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. For a limited time, receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to Keeps.com speed. That's K-E-E-P-S dot speed. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow100.com Many of us still change our oil. Many of us still have old hot rods. So why not put the finest synthetic oil on the planet in that expensive hot rod of yours, right? AutoZone, Advance, Napa, O'Reilly Auto Parts. They have a hell of a lineup of Lucas Oil products for you right there to take care of your ride. Lucas Oil, the official partner of the Freak Nation. I think, Statman, your question to Will Power about Pocono was certainly warranted. Oh, without question. Yeah. But we're t- Will Power joined us last segment. If you didn't see this accident, it happened on the opening lap coming out of whatever, turn two at Pocono, Super Speedway. And Takuma Sato decided to jump in in front of a like, – Takuma Sato pulled a freaking move that, if, that you never pull – that early in a race. You just never do it. I understand that, crash. It was bizarre. I, it, yeah. it was so flagrant mm-hmm. that we didn't have enough time with Will Power. I, wanted to, I, I, he, I was more concerned about his family. Right. I, was, I really wanted to get his opinion on what Takuma Sato did there because Statman, frankly, what could have happened with that accident would have been yet another uh, major injury or death as we've seen over the last three, four years. 
it was crazy. It made no sense if he'd have done it on the 405 or the 25 or the 95. He'd had his license taken away. I mean, it, it made no sense to do what he did. There had to be something that happened either to his car or the spotter didn't tell him. They said they had spotters in the area, but they were on ground level. They weren't up high so they could see. Uh, it just it made no sense. He's a professional driver. He's won races. He almost won the Indy 500. Uh, he did. He has won the Indy yeah, 500. Yeah, and he had he had a second, and he came back to win it. He's raced in Formula One. He's a he's a driver. It, what he did made no sense, though. As brain fade, and uh, uh, like you said, Kenny, it could have been so much worse than it was. Takuma's comment: He saw the a lot of ridicule that he was getting on Twitter. So. About an hour, hour and a half after the race, he went on Twitter, and and this is what he said. I feel I need to say a word. I'm sorry I was involved with Alexander Rossi for the championship. It looks like he was squeezed by both Ryan and I, Ryan being Ryan hunter Ray. And if you reference the seams, of which he has drawn some yellow lines on this video here for the seams of the track, meaning the lines that are quasi there for the lanes in the track, it's just the way they're paved. That's the only reason why the seams are there. He said, if you reference the seams, Alex clearly moved up. We are all racing very close, and unfortunately, we made contact. And then in another tweet, he says, I don't mean that I'm blaming Alex at all. I just said the facts, and I apologize for the situation on my previous tweet. Now I show you this as well, that I just drove straight. the, The one thing that when I saw it, I thought what could have happened is that he was trying to side draft um, Rossi and the air, there's so much air that's being passed in turbulence, the air just took over the front of his car and the two of them collided. Uh, and I, we, they're going over 200 miles an hour. I think uh, Ray Hall's, Graham Ray Hall said it was like 236 or something like that in that area. Uh, they're going at a great rate of speed, and uh, the turbulence in the air can do things that, on that one opportunity, that maybe it won't do 400 other times when they pass through that same corner. Oh, wow. I'm actually going back in this photo-by-photo photo snapshot that Takuma tweeted. His Twitter account, by the way, is at Takuma Sato Racer. And, yeah, if the seam is indeed the exact same distance from the wall throughout the track, at least at this point of the track, it does look like Rossi moved up. And maybe that was a part, a side effect of the side drafting. And if Takuma believes he was straight, then he does not at all think that he came down on Rossi. It's just, go to his Twitter account and look at these pictures. It's interesting. And, again, this is happening almost are they up to speed, Crasher, by turn two? No. Are they already 200 mile an hour? Well, they're definitely 200. Are they up to the full 218? I'm not sure. But they're, they're over 200 by then for sure. Mm. Absolutely, without question. I don't know if they're in the two teens yet. But it doesn't yeah, well, matter. Yeah, well, Graham was saying when they, when they interviewed him during the red flag, I think he said they were going like 236 oh, or something geez. like that. 
Uh, you know, I, I, that's, that's what he said. Maybe I misunderstood, but that's what he said. So yeah, I mean, they're flying and, uh, the, the turbulence when you got, there was the, at least one or two cars in front, the, uh, the three cars, Ryan Hunter Ray and Alexander Rossi and Takuma Sato, the three of them are very close probably side drafting off of each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the air gets in there, it can you know, force the car to do something that the driver didn't tell it to do. And you get those problems. Uh, and that was one time when it had an impact. Go take a look at this video. You can find it on Twitter or I'm not sure if IndyCar has posted it, but yeah, it's, it's, Interesting, especially with him bringing out those lines and describing. Oh, it's on IndyCar's Twitter yeah. account because everybody did is okay. Felix Rosenquist was taken to the hospital for further review, but he did walk out of the car. Michael it's on Self, tons of accounts. Michael Self running on General Tires in an ARCA series, which you saw on Mav TV. He joins us next. Big dirt winner in a stock car. Coming up, Lucas Hole Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor. And there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers. And it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. 
Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Soil Studios, going on our 20th year, Freak Nation. Our 20th year. Some of you listening weren't alive. It's incredible. Lucas Oil, lucasoil.com, a fine, wow. finest <laughs> synthetic oil on the planet. Go Lucas Oil, changing your oil. Make sure you got the, the Freak's Choice, Lucas Oil, and that bad boy. It's bonkers what this dude did in Springfield on dirt. The Springfield Mile, the ARCA series, love this series for numerous reasons. One, of course, it's the different disciplines, meaning the different tracks that they want on and they run on, and they did it this weekend, actually, this afternoon. The ARCA series running on the dirt, Springfield Mile, and here's your winner. His first start on dirt at the Springfield Mile. Michael Self joining us here in the Freak Nation. Am I reading that right? This is your first start on dirt, and you grab a win, Self? Yeah, that's that's right. First dirt start. I've uh, I got a little bit of a dirt experience. Uh, kind of handful of laps in a micro sprint, probably eight years ago. And uh, I went and actually worked with Donnie Moran last week up in Ohio, um, driving a street stock a little bit. And he coached me around. I got about sixty or seventy laps there. But yeah, first start, man, pretty cool to bring it home in the first one. Yeah, it's just incredible. Again, if if members in the Freak Nation are familiar with dirt, it's just a whole different animal and granted yeah you had some practice on on dirt but how do you get comfortable uh, slower on dirt with your car than you do on uh, concrete tarmac yeah you know it's it's tough to say i could probably talk about it for you know an hour here because because today was just a huge learning experience for me from the first lap of practice to the, the last lap of the race um springfield's a, a little bit of its own its own beast, I think. You know, it's a it's a full mile dirt track, um, which is I think where Arca's the one of the only racing series in the United States at least that goes through a dirt track of that size. And because it's so big, you know, there's a lot of things to take into account. Air air plays a difference. Um and the, the corners are so long, you know, it's not it's not typical dirt track driving. You're not running out there with the right rear yacht out. The Alka car is so big and so heavy, you know, that that's slow if you're doing that. So um, I, I think, you know, it's, it, it is. Everything is is kind of slowed down because the car is heavier and, and you are kind of taking it in. That was actually one of the comments I made to my dad after the race. Was, you know, I remember when I, when I ran that micro sprint a couple of years ago, you're just standing on the gas and the corners are so quick and everything's happening so fast and you're working the wheels and the Alka cars. It's not quite like that. You're mentally on top of things and looking for changes in the track, changes in the dirt, um, but it doesn't necessarily feel like it happens super quick. 
So, Michael Self, tell us then, let's just compare it with the micro sprint to this weekend's racing in the ARCA car. How can you mentally retrain your mind about how it's, it's, it might not look like it's going to be a different way of racing, but it completely is? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I'd, I'd have to I thought back to the last time I ran that micro was probably back in maybe 2012, and then I, I ran a a handful of laps in a dirt late model in 2013 and a test one time. And then, like I said, that street stock last week. And, you know, I, it, when I got in the street stock last week, that kind of brushed the cobwebs off a little bit as far as what to expect on dirt, how, how slick it is. And mostly just, I think, throttle application on places like that where it, it's so loose, you know, you can't just put the gas to 100% like you can on a big asphalt track because the, the grip's not going to be there. And so, being able to anticipate those things and, and kind of expect those things um, definitely definitely helped me out a lot today. I mean, definitely it helped me out in a sense that I guess I, I knew a little bit of what to expect from a, a slick and, and grip standpoint, but I don't have enough experience on dirt to, to know any better, I guess. I just kind of <laughs> had to go out there and learn everything today and, and kind of start with a clean slate and learn from everyone around me and ask questions and figure it out as a race went all right, what was the worst advice you were given if you were asking questions? You know, I, I think a lot of the advice that I got was actually, it was really good. I, you know, I asked a ton good. of people. I, I had uh, Frank Kimmel there coaching me today. He's won at Springfield, you know, eight or nine times. Um, Billy Venturini, he, he ran there a bunch. She's coached me. Even talking to Christian Eck is my teammate who won there last year, you know, he gave me a lot of good advice. And a lot of the advice was very consistent um and and I, I wouldn't actually say that i got any bad advice because the interesting thing about it is it just changes so much the track changes so much throughout the day and even throughout the course of the race at some point everyone's advice was was relevant and that was pretty helpful okay hold on a second you just said christian eckes even gave you good advice you're in a battle with him for the for the championship i would expect him to give you bad advice yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe he meant to, and it played off well. But um, Christian and I are really, really good friends off the track. Uh, I think we both have a lot of respect for each other. I, I know I have a lot for him. and um, He's leaned on me quite a bit on the intermediate tracks this year um, when we go to the mile-and-a-half stuff. And, and so he was able to help uh, help a little bit this weekend. So that was, was kind of nice. You know, we're, we are we are fierce competitors. Um, we're, we're each other's main competition right now in the championship. But, you know, we're also looking out for each other and want each other to succeed and uh, are there to help each other. Michael Self is the ARCA winner's Springfield Mile. You mentioned something that kind of got my attention. You mentioned arrow on uh, um, a mile dirt. I mean, I've never, I never thought of that. And if you're worried about arrow, how do you handle arrow without a sprint car kind of wing? Well, so it's the same, similar, same, same concept as when we run on a, an intermediate track or, or anything big in the, the arc cars. It's mostly about just keeping that air on the nose. So, you know, we're not talking arrow as far as kicking the right rear out and having it lay on a wing like a sprint car. I'm talking about going to the corner and having the air taken off the nose if you're running second, third, or fourth and the car gets tight um, and, and washes out because of that. And so I found today, as soon as I was able to get clean track, we were able to, to – pretty much drive away from the field which is nice and that's just that it's these big bodies that we run on these cars you know they generate a lot of downforce especially with the front valence the way that it's built many time we're you know over 80 90 miles an hour it's it's pretty prevalent in those cars and just uh, i was kind of surprised you know springfield is really not much of an exception 
Do you have a dirt car that you build for this one race, or do you use a short track car or a throwaway car, figuring that it's going to get banged up so bad? What's the point of keeping it around? No, we, we run um, cars that have run asphalt, so short track cars that have run on the venturing stable even, even earlier this year. We'll convert them over. Um, definitely not our newest cars, but still good cars that are in the fleet rotating through. Michael Self, your winner from Springfield, ARCA Series winner joining us here in the Freak Nation, your points leader. And, Michael, you look at what the series has done and continues to, I'm not going to say break barriers, but continues to really run its own course with the different disciplines as far as tracks go. And it seems that down the line, now, sooner than later, it's going to happen with the big boys of Cup and Xfinity. You see the truck series on dirt, but I'm just talking about just being more creative with the tracks that they run on. Don't you believe that the majority of racers, good good racers, good drivers, want to have multiple uh, disciplines versus just oval after oval after oval Asphalt after oval? oval? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I tell a lot of people um, the great thing about the ARCA schedule is there's, there's a, a little bit of everything. We've got super speedways. We've got short tracks. We've got intermediate tracks. Um, we've got dirt tracks. You know, the only thing... Unfortunately, the ARCA schedule is missing right now is a road course. And I think if you put that in there, then from a fan standpoint, you really do have the complete schedule, at least as far as what people want to see. Because you, you look at the short tracks that we go to with the ARCA racing series, and, and we go to the Salem and the Pensacola um, Five Flags Speedway. You know, a lot of uh, famous short tracks um the fans all say that they they want to be on those schedules you know, we go to nashville that's one post talked about once this year as far as fans saying they want to go back there and but but you still do get those big tracks you get the dirt track stuff stuff in there in between so i know as far as a driver um it is fun to mix that up you know i have certain tracks that i prefer and certain style of racing i mean i prefer big track racing i i feel more comfortable on the intermediate so you know, if I'm being selfish, I'm going to sit here and say, yeah, I wish we are just winning intermediate racing all the time. But I know that that's probably <laughs> the least popular racing from a fan standpoint. And this is uh, the entertaining business. we got to pull fans in and, and keep people engaged. And I think they want to see that, um, that diversity. You know, I'd be really surprised if come 2021 you didn't see the, the cup schedule start to change. A couple more road courses get on there. Maybe a dirt track get on there. Freak Nation, fantastic interview with Michael Self, winning in Springfield, the Dirt Mile. Man, it's badass, especially on those general tires. What, Crasher? Well, hold on, though. Just, I'm not, I'm missing something. People have been asking you on Twitter if you met Reba. Are they talking about Reba McIntyre? Yeah, so um, every year, I guess, last year, I think it was Brantley Gilbert, maybe, um, they do a big concert right after our race. Um, so, you know, the Springfield Mile, if you look on, on the front straightaway, there's a big stage right behind the front straightaway, uh, in between the pit wall and the front straightaway right there. So, yeah, Reba was, uh, she was playing after we did. I think she played at 3 o'clock. And so, quick story, my wife wasn't able to make it to this race, but she's a huge, huge Reba fan. And so I told her this morning, I was like, yeah, you know, we, we got to have the race done by a certain time because Reba goes on. It's a sold-out show. She actually started crying on the phone because oh, no. she, she just wanted She's like, you have to go find her. You have to get a picture. And I tried. I mean, I, I did everything I could. But once we got um, we got to the little airport, we usually fly back on a, a charter plane with a bunch of different teams. Uh, the flight attendant said that Reba had just landed before oh. we got there. 
Um, so she was, she was showing up fashionably late and not, uh, not wasting any time. <laughs> you saw him win it on Mav TV, Friends of the Freak Nation, and, of course, on those general tires. Michael, thanks for doing this, buddy. We'll get you back in here with your next win, man. Yeah, I hope so. Thanks for having me on tonight. You got awesome. it. Michael Self. What a great dude, man. Yes, absolutely. And can you imagine? So he's in the media center doing his post-race interviews with media, and he's probably like, okay, I got to go. I got to go find Reba. Got to be Reba. <laughs> Just, okay, your questions. Okay, anything else? Okay, good. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> got to be Reba. That's awesome. Stat, man, I think it's, it's going to – it has to happen with NASCAR and the Cup Xfinity Series – just mixing these tracks up because just to see big stock cars, not trucks, but stock cars on a, a a mile oval, it's just a whole hell of a lot of fun. I'd like to see them do it just to hear the drivers whine and complain <laughs> and compare oh. them to the ARCA guys who say, yeah, this this is what you do. You mean you can't drive the car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go, Freak Nation. There's Statman's 13 cents. Bam. <laughs> yeah. Coming up next hour, I may have a freaking flashback. What do you mean you may? Uh, I just might. Depends what kind of mood I'm in. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then. <laughs> Fortunately, the filters were on for the most part for this. It's 2007 when Ricky Carmichael called in to say happy anniversary for our seventh anniversary. Oh, you're kidding. Man. Yeah, it's right when he when he was getting involved in NASCAR or stock car racing. In fact, in fact, I believe in the interview he talks about running, hoping to run in the ARCA series. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so maybe some Ricky Carmichael. Uh, many people say he's the goat when it comes to motocross and supercross. Ricky Carmichael, as we go back twelve years with RC. Also, Tommy Davidson, comedian, actor, Tommy Davidson. Uh, he'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Uh, we caught up with him earlier. and what He's a sp- – you just look at the guy and you laugh. But then when he starts dropping sports knowledge on you, it's like, man, where did this come from? With that- he's incredibly cerebral. It's, it's, he is an encyclopedia. He's a walking funny man encyclopedia. He's just amazing. When, in, in Libby Color, when he was on that show for many, many years with the Wayans brothers, I just see Sammy Davis Jr. and – Michael Jackson and all the other characters that he would imitate. And it's great to get him here in the Freak Nation. You follow us on Twitter, right? Speedfreaks.tv, Facebook. And again, the website, Speedfreaks.tv, will have up all the interviews. In fact, about 35, 40 minutes ago, Will Power joined us here in the Freak Nation. Uh, your winner in Pocono. And Crasher, real quick, we've only got about a minute and a half. With the IndyCar series you know, being called because of lightning. When you, f- is it, are the, the the parameters similar to when it, to when it comes with NASCAR? Oh, without, as far as lightning yeah. goes, with, yes. it gets within a four or five mile radius or something. It's of that. Seven miles, actually. seven miles, and it's actually all sports now. And it kind of, sort of, was in place many years ago when the NASCAR race at Pocono had serious lightning, and unfortunately, a few fans did end up dying. But that's what really spearheaded these sports. It, it, it even goes, filters down to high schools. Anybody with it, with metal grandstands, the parameters were really set after that NASCAR Pocono race in which, okay, we're going to place the radius. What's it going to be? Seven miles. Mm-hmm. And then when lightning is present anywhere on those seven miles 
or I think some places even take it to 10 or 15 miles. But whenever lightning is present, then once you see it, you got to wait a minimum of 30 minutes before you can resume any sort of activity. That's football. That's racing. That's anybody who's playing outside. So, yeah, it's, it's just bizarre that it, it Pocono is where it seems so frequent. Pennsylvania, storms like that. It just To me, that, that seems like Central America and the Midwest. Well, it's in the mountains, and you when you get evening, uh, the, the yeah. heat and the cool air, and they mix, and you get lightning. You get lightning. Big lightning, too. That was silly today. That was Big crazy. lightning. This is for Statman as we head into break. Did you ever party with Isaac Hayes, Statman? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't, the statute of limitations may not have run out on some of this <laughs> yeah. stuff. Freak Nation, coming up next hour, comedian, actor Tommy Davidson joins us. Also, probably a freaking flashback with Ricky Carmichael from 2007, regarded as the greatest motocross, supercross rider ever. Bam! It's coming up, Speed Freak Spitz, Lucas Oil Studios. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook, plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash speed or text speed to 500-500. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile, and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $100 a month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost super reliable, super fast network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for $100 a month? No. Between the four lines for $100 a month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer for new customers only. Ends 9-16-19. First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. Mobile optimized data. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. And now, an ad from mom. <clears throat> Save money on your car insurance by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Hey, is it always this cold in here? 
it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me a bit. I just just kind of curious because uh, if it's the equipment or something, that that's fine. It's just woo. It's kind of chilly. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Coming up this hour, comedian Tommy Davidson. We caught up with him earlier, and I'm already laughing just knowing how it's going to go. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. You'll know him from TV, you'll know him from film, probably on the comedy tour. He's on a big comedy tour right now. Uh, Living Color was where he made his mark, and he'll be joining us. Here in the Freak Nation. And we'll have a little freaking flashback. No confirmation on Ron Caps, Right, Crasher? No, you were the last one to text You haven't him. seen anything from NHRA? No. Got no. it. All right. So I was hoping to get uh, Freak Nation fave in here, Ron Caps, after he got himself a big win in Brainerd, Lucas Oil Nationals. But nope. We'll have a freaking flashback with Ricky Carmichael, arguably the greatest Supercross motocross rider ever. We'll go back 12 years for that. On our 20th year... We're still doing it from the Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. You know, every social media platform for us to be a part of. So, yeah, do it. Matt DiBenedetto, with about 10 laps to go, loses the lead to Denny Hamlin. And I said this at the top of the first hour as we kick the show off. I think every one of us has been in a position where we were going to get fired or laid off or lost our job or something happened where we foresaw that the gig was gone. But there might have been an opportunity for us to shine one more time for our boss or our owner, regardless of whatever it is. I think most of us have been through that. That's exactly what was going on with him last night in Bristol. Denny Hamlin was running him down, and Matt Benedetto, and a it's a satellite team with Joe Gibbs. I get that, but still, the number ninety-five has never seen a damn win uh, in NASCAR Cup Series. This, this family has never seen a win. So Matt Benedetto, certainly a hell of a driver. But he got word that he's not going to have that car next year, but goes out and almost, win, almost wins in freaking Bristol. Bristol of all places. Yeah. God. Not Kansas or oh. Texas, Stat, man. Not a cookie cutter, but freaking Bristol, Stat. Bristol, Bristol is kind of like some of the super speedway races where anybody could win. And if, you, if you're going to get your first win – 
uh, it might come at Bristol where, you know, guys bump and bang. And uh, he had some additional uh, energy that he wanted to win because he wanted to prove something to somebody. Uh, he's texted, uh, Crash, you've probably seen some of the texts that he's posted out there, how much he wanted to win yes. and uh, how much he looks forward to racing against Denny Hamlin again. Uh, he he really wanted this. He really wanted this. And sometimes that's what separates drivers who are driving in basically equal equipment. Just the 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 between the ears or between the, in the chest, the heart to uh, go out and do it. Yeah, that's true. That, that cannot be understated or it cannot be under assumed because it does play a role like momentum plays such a role in sports, too. And chemistry between, well, when it's a racing reference, crew members and the driver, where other sports is just all the athletes together on the team, just communication and chemistry. And, yeah, you're right that it motivation. If you don't have a strong enough motivation, it's just another Sunday drive, which you're very good at. You're being paid to be extremely good at that, and you wouldn't be at the highest level if you weren't one of the best. But that extra bit of motivation, which Matt Benedetto was obviously carrying this weekend, it can take you to the next step. I want to do this because I want to have a, not a lengthy conversation, but a conversation that's going to last a little bit longer than two or three minutes. How... If you think stat crash times have changed significantly, if this same thing would have happened in 2004, 2005, and Benedetto was in a teammate, was in a car on the same team, not a satellite team, but we're getting so close to the cutoff. Denny Hamlin already has, now he has four wins, but three wins. I mean, Denny Hamlin's in. If there would have been what we call, at least in drag racing. And in Formula One. Yeah, in Formula One. Uh, team rules. Team orders. Team orders. Excuse me. If that s- still is part of the conversation, given how, the importance of sponsorship nowadays. So I want to get into that uh, probably in the next 20 minutes or so. But first, got to get some Crash Gladys Pit news and notes and bring in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation to join the current affiliates on right now, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, SoundCloud, Radio.com, and more. Sports Byline and Sirius XM, the Dan Patrick Channel. We'll be right back. Coming up. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here, the second hour of Speed Freaks. Thank you guys for being a part of it. The Lucas Oil Studios. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes coming up. Statman Scat. Comedian Tommy Davidson will be here in the Freak Nation. And the greatest Supercross motocross rider of all time, Ricky Carmichael. We're going back 12 years for this interview as we have a freaking flashback. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to our good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com. Get the tire for that righteous truck, SUV. Keep your family safe and secure. Roll on general tires. Crasher? While the racing weekend kicked off in Tennessee, NASCAR raced on that Bristol Bullring. Brett Moffitt taking the win on Thursday for the Truck Series. Tyler Reddick Friday in the Xfinity class. Then Saturday night, last night, win number four for Denny freaking Hamlin. But yes, it was pretty much the feel-good story was Matt Benedetto who was leading but Denny Hamlin passed him for the win. Uh, yeah, he was leading days after announcing he would not be returning to the seat next year. 
Bottom line, a bunch of drivers are making shout-outs. Somebody give this guy money. Money for Matty D for 2020, okay? Okay. Boo! Let's go back a little bit more on Thursday. How about that Dale Earnhardt Jr. plane crash? And, yeah, I'm talking in an elevated voice because everybody made it out okay. But in case you have not heard or seen this video, Dale Jr.'s private plane skid off the runway after the landing gear collapsed, and it caught a pretty vicious fire. All of the Earnhardts made it out okay, including their infant daughter and the family dog, and both pilots were safe, too. Everything is obviously still under investigation. The ARCA series raced on dirt this weekend, Springfield, Illinois. You just heard from winner right here on these airwaves, Michael Self. First ever dirt race? Oh, yeah, hi. How about a win? NHRA had a dry spell end this year. How about top fuel pilot Leah Pritchett? She finally won in Brainerd, Minnesota today. The first top fuel win for Don Schumacher racing all year. Let that sink in just a bit. That's odd. Don Schumacher racing doubled up as Ron Caps took the win in Funny Car. And then Jason Line taking the win in Pro Stock. He ran the table to get that win. Another dry spell that was drenched today. IndyCar's 2014 champ, Will Power. With his win in Pocono today, he now has 13 consecutive seasons with at least one win. That is huge. And then I did not reference this earlier. We've got to reference it. I know Statman's going to talk about it more in his Statman scat. Freaks fave, Scott Speed injured severely in a rallycross practice crash, I believe it was, on Friday. But check out his social accounts. He's okay, but he does have a fractured back. Get well, Scott Speed. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system to fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. 
the Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Disbane, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, you still wrench on that ride, right? Well, if you wrench on that oil pan, be sure you're putting the finest synthetic oil on the planet in there. For more information, what weight, what grade, go to lucasoil.com or your favorite auto parts dealer. O'Reilly, AutoZone, Napa, Advanced Auto Parts, CarQuest, they got a long line of Lucas Oil products. lucasoil.com. Man, we've got so many memories with Ricky Carmichael. Ricky Carmichael was on our fourth show, Crasher. That's right. Right. Number four rider. Well, he wore the number yeah. four on the fourth show. That's how I always remember that. He His first time in the Freak Nation was July of 2000. Because we started the tail end of June in 2000, one station. And Ricky Carmichael joined us. <laughs> KLSX, Los Angeles. Yeah. One and, station, uh, eh, four mics at that time. I mean, if we go back and look Five. at Statman, look at that picture. It's it's Ricky Carmichael, us, and, oh, yeah, Vince Neal's in the <laughs> studio with Ricky Carmichael from Motley Crue. I don't think uh, uh, Ricky ever recovered from that. If we, wherever he is right now, if we called him and told him what his biggest memory, that would be it, that he stood next to Vince Neal. He brings it up. If we haven't seen him or talked to him for a couple of months, that's always the first thing yeah. he brings up. <laughs> oh my god! Either that or riding in the, either that or riding in the Cadillac at what? Anaheim Stadium. <laughs> Jeez, man, oh, that thing's god. at the bottom of a rock quarry somewhere. I bet you. <laughs> oh, god. We busted our butt for that caddy too, it. getting it signed by. All the riders and drivers in motorsports. So Ricky Carmichael, the greatest Supercross motocross rider ever. And as we've been doing since we've uh, been eyeballing this 20-year anniversary of the Freaks, we try and have a freaking flashback. We're going back 12 years for this one. This was June 24th, 2007, where Ricky Ricky Carmichael called in to the Freak Nation and when you know it, it's, it starts out to fairly freak stuff. It's, it, it's kind of tame compared to some other ones because he'd just become a dad. He just was oh. right there on the cusp of having the two twin babies. And they are now 12 years old. Damn. 
the greatest, the GOAT when it comes to motocross, supercross, and Ricky Carmichael. Hey, hey. Uh, glad to be here, guys. It's uh, been a while. I, I, first of all, I'd like to say uh, happy anniversary to the Freak Nation, dude. Seven years. Pretty, uh, pre- pretty amazing, dude. Ricky Carmichael was one of the first Freak Nation members to come in. And uh, do you remember your actual first time when you came in the studio? Was it with Jeff Emig? No, I think it was either Emig, and then I came back another time with the Vince Neal. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah, he was on our fourth show, our fourth show ever. Ricky Carmichael was? Ricky Carmichael. I remember looking at him and him telling us that he's going to knocked the socks off of uh, Jeremy McGrath. And when he left, I just laughed and said, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I didn't uh, – it took me a while, but uh, I eventually eventually got him. But, dude, it's uh, it's been pretty good. It's been, it has been, a, it's been an amazing ride and uh, just, uh, you know, super pumped about it. Obviously, met, had, had some great, pe- met great people along the way, you know, as you guys. And, uh, man, it's just – something that just happened you know i did always did my best always gave it a hundred percent and uh shoot 10 years uh 10 years later looking back uh uh, i've accomplished uh had a great career well ricky one statistic kenny left off that i can't believe you've got all these huge bits on your resume but last weekend you got win number 100 of the outdoor season that's huge too yes i couldn't believe it and when i was I, i mean I didn't even seem like I've raced that many outdoors when you think about 100. I mean, <laughs> uh, I think I'm at 148 combined, and uh, that's a lot of racing, man, when you look back on it. It's pretty uh, pretty amazing, and like I said, I've, I've had great people to, to help me get all those 100 wins, and uh, everyone deserves uh, a lot of credit. It, it all just wasn't me all the time. Ricky, yeah. are you saying then you're an old man? Oh, yeah, for sure. I tell you what, I'm only 27, but I feel a heck of a lot older than that, that's for sure. If I had any inclination of what about 36, 37 feels like, I, I, I know what it feels like. Ricky Carmichael, Supercross, Motocross champion, about a 50 times over here in the Speed Freaks pit. Statman, go ahead. You know, you got 100 wins. I thought it was only 101 races. I don't ever remember you losing an outdoor race. <laughs> but, hey, I wish I wish my ratio was that good. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I've definitely, dude, Statman, I've always always been really, you know, good at the outdoors. It's just a little bit easier for me. It's more of a kind of a deal. So much bike setup and uh just it was always always easier for me freak nation let me tell you not only was he on our fourth show but he was ricky carmichael also followed us rode in the cadillac with the horns and the flames and the uh the zebra skin into anaheim stadium in front of fifty thousand people uh when you that was early on and you probably looked at us and said these guys are impossible i can't and you had a little had a little give and take with lug nuts in the back seat before we even got out of the tunnel that's right lug nuts was in the was in the back and uh i i can remember that like it was yesterday and i thought it was so cool i mean you guys were definitely a, the freak nation for sure, and it's so cool to see. I know we, you know we're talking about me, but it's so cool to see what you guys have done. I mean, you're on, the, you're on TV, and uh, just looking back, how much you guys have progressed in, in seven years, it's, it's pretty cool. It's something you guys should be pumped about, and I was just glad to uh, 
be a part of it, even riding out in that caddy with the horns on it, man. You guys uh, made a statement for sure. So, Ricky Carmichael, I ask you this at Anaheim Stadium at the beginning of the Supercross season back in January. Yeah. If the sport, uh, if you're leaving it in the hands of um, – uh, James Stewart. Yeah. Uh, is it in good hands? Uh, Jeremy left it in your hands and you exploded it. Uh, are you leaving it in good hands with James? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think uh, he's got a lot of hype around him. And, uh, you know, obviously him being African American, I mean, dude, I mean, that's just going to open up so many doors. And, and it already has. So I think he's in, uh, I think the sport's in great hands. I think that, uh, uh, with Villapoto coming up, I think he's going to be the next guy, and uh, he'll be the next guy to you know push James as well. And uh, but I th- yeah, he's in good hands. He's he's got some good key people around him that are helping him and guiding him in the right direction, which is very very important. And uh, now nah, it'll it'll be good, and uh, I, I'm I'm excited for him, and and most of all, I'm excited for the sport. Ricky Carmichael, Supercross, Motocross champion here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Ricky, we had McGrath on our TV show from Pomona, California a few weeks ago. Had Ricky Johnson on the same show. And we talked about the greatest motocross, supercross riders out there. And arrogance, to a degree, comes with supercross and motocross. And it just it well, has it comes to. with being a winner. It, I, it has to. And, of course, Ricky Johnson may, maybe in jest said, well, yeah, I'm the best. And McGrath said, <laughs> well, I'm the best. Ricky Carmichael, are you the greatest motocross rider ever in the history? Well, you know, it, it, everyone, a lot of people are going to say they're the best, but the uh, only thing you can go by is just, you know, who's got the most amount of wins. <laughs> and uh, fortunately for me, I do. And oh. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the best, but I will tell you uh, I've won more than anybody has. So, uh, <laughs> you guys take it how you want to take it. But, uh, I like that. It's something I'm proud of, and, uh, you know, I'll never say it that, that I'm the best, but I do have the most wins. And, uh, you know, like I said, man, it's just uh, I never set out to do that. I just set out to go win and shoot 10 years later. Here we are. Ricky, Motocross Day Nations every year is kind of set out to be the best of the best from each country, and you've been a part of that team a couple times. If you were to just take, age is, is no matter, if you were to take two, maybe three other riders to put together your dream team, and again, age is no matter. We can go back to DeCoster all the way up to maybe Villapoto. Who would be your dream team of all time? Uh, of all time, I would take uh, uh, myself, Jeremy, Emig. Uh, and uh, and uh, James. Really? Over even like DeCoster and Ricky Johnson and Marty Smith? Yeah, yeah. I think, so I think that, uh, you know, with the exception of Roger, I think that uh, the guys that I named, just they each had a real special place in the sport and uh, made a huge, huge, huge impact on, uh, on the sport. And... Uh, you know, I just I think that would be I think we, that would be the most solid team. Uh, PR wise, it would be solid. It's just uh, you know, it'd just be an amazing story and, and team. Ricky wow. Carmichael here in the Speed Freaks pits. You talk about Roger DeCoster <laughs> back in the day. Uh-huh. Now it's nineteen. No, it's not. It's two thousand seven, my friend. You got yourself twin babies. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh. I mean, it is. Uh, uh, you know, we're very fortunate to have. We got a little boy and a little girl. And uh, it's it's fortunate. You're very fortunate, but let me tell you, it's a lot of work, man. It is a lot of work. They're born 
they're more about five weeks early, so that kind of puts an, uh, another twist on things. But uh, most of all, they're healthy. But let me tell you, man, it, I mean, I anticipated it to be a lot of work, but it's a lot more, <laughs> even a lot more than what I anticipated. Carl Michael, I've, <laughs> I've ridden my share on dirt bikes and street bikes, and the amount of time that you've put on a dirt bike, and, and with McGrath, too, with you guys banging your baby make on the gas can, you didn't jack with your prostate or any of any of that? No, I've been uh, I've been fortunate, dude. I my my, uh, my wife's grandmother asked me that. <laughs> Are you gonna be okay? You gonna be able to have kids? Yeah, <laughs> you'd be surprised, but you're actually sitting on your butt. You're not really you're not really jarring yourself too good. So we're we're uh, we're a hundred percent there, brother. See, Kenny, you just ride dirt bikes wrong. That's right. You just That's just wrong. See, I, I always had a dent on the tank. Huh? I always had a dent. At the, Dang, the, the, dude, you must be packing heat. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Let's go back to those babies. No, They're I just, awfully I just cute. I had my baseball cup on when I used to oh, ride. Oh, okay. You had support. Jeez. There you go. Okay. No, no guys, more. So you guys uh, got anything special going on for the uh, seventh anniversary or what? Look at this. This is supposed to be about Ricky Carmichael right now and your 100 wins and all your accolades, dude. Uh, I appreciate it. It's, uh, as I told you all before at the beginning, it was uh, pretty amazing. Like I never, the biggest thing I tell everyone, like I never set out to do that. I just took every weekend one at a time and ten years later, that, that's what I ended up with. Ricky Carmichael here in the Speed Freaks Pitch. You talk about all the accolades and wins and runs and so forth in the AMA and the Supercross Series. Now NASCAR awaits yep. the Carmichael generation. Mm-hmm. For 2008, uh-huh. where are you going to be? What are you going to be doing? Uh, the plan is uh, I, I'd like to fit in some ARCA races, actually, at the end of the, uh, end of the year this year sometime. So, obviously, that put me in some more ARCA races next year. I have to do 25 races for Ginn next next year. And then, 09, I have to do 35 races. I signed a three-year deal with them. And uh, uh, so, next year, we want to, uh, you know, ARCA at the, at the minimum and, uh, you know, maybe some truck and, 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 and possibly a bush racer or two at the, at the tail end of 08. You know, that's obviously on a, uh accelerated program, but, uh, uh, you know, we got the makings. I got some great people behind me, and, uh, you know, that would be an unbelievable uh, experience. Yeah, with your physical fitness regime and Mark Martin being such a physically fit man himself and being so experienced in order to teach you, right. you do have the full package with Ginn. Absolutely. You know, when I did my deal with Ginn, and then a week later, uh, you know, they're saying, oh, they're hiring uh, Mark Martin. I could not believe it. I was like, man, that's icing on the cake. Yeah. And, uh, just, you know, the biggest thing is what I can't lose sight of is the only reason I have this opportunity is from, from motocross, from what I've accomplished and, and, and how much recognition the sport's getting. So that, that, that's, that, that's what I'm thankful for. And uh, wow. thankful that, uh, again, noticed me and... Uh, <laughs> And has given me a great opportunity. It's it's fun for all of us, you know, uh, marketing wise, racing wise, and uh, it's just a, a great mix. And you'll get a chance to race Jeremy again. Yeah, 
I yeah, that's what I that's what I hear. So uh, that that'll be interesting for sure. Ricky Carmichael, through the seven years of the Freak Nation being on the air, we've seen drivers and riders come and go, a number of them retire, and this is going to be another sad day when we see you leave. But it's just another chapter for you to hop in that stock car and bust some ass for the next three, four, ten, ten years, my friend. Good to get you back in here. Hey, thanks. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. Love you guys. And uh, like I said, uh, congratulations again on seven great years. Let's do it. Twelve wow. years ago. And did we not have Now he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, right? Yeah. When was the last time we saw him, Stat? Was it at the Daytona 24-hour? It might have been at Daytona. The craziest thing, he was sitting there, and nobody in the Daytona Media Center, it, they all ignored him. And when, that, when oh, I geez. walked in the room and saw him sitting there, his face lit up, and that's when I dragged him into our studio, and <laughs> we talked for an hour. That's huh. awesome. Coming up in a moment, your stat man, scat, and comedian Tommy Davidson joins us. But I want to hit on this. The difference in, let's say, 15 years ago with team drivers versus what we kind of saw last night in Bristol, would it have happened if all things were equal? We'll explain. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Really bad news for a friend of the freaks. American Rallycross champion driver Scott Speed is recovering in a Salt Lake City hospital after a terrible accident Friday at a Nitro Circus Rallycross event at the Utah Motorsports Campus. Early Saturday, Scott told his social media community that he broke his back after landing hard in a qualifying heat. He said he destroyed his T6 vertebrae in his upper back and fractured three others in the accident. He said Friday night he was in a pretty dark place. A race official who was trackside told me Scott overshot the small jump and missed the landing area altogether. I'm told that Speed finished the heat, stopped the car, climbed out, took a step, and collapsed on the track in pain. Scott won three rallycross titles in four years with Andretti Autosport. He was leading this year's ARX standings by five points over former VW teammate Tanner Faust. It could be months before Speed gets back in a car for competition. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook, plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash speed or text speed to 500-500. Losing hair sucks, and two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. I'm part of that two out of three. I'm glad I found Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair that you already have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. How easy? 
All it takes is a five-minute sign-up. You have to answer a few simple questions and snap some photos to complete your online doctor consultation. And fear not, a licensed physician will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. And did I mention? It starts at only $10 a month. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you need to do is wait to see a doctor. With Keeps, there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. For a limited time, receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to Keeps.com speed. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash speed. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Coming up in about 10 minutes, comedian Tommy Davidson. We caught up with him earlier. You know him from In Living Color, many TV shows, stand-up comedian on a big tour right now. Yes. It'll be about 15 minutes worth of greatness. Tommy Davidson here in the Freak Nation. I want to hit this before we get to TD. I was thinking about that Matt Benedetto second place last night with Denny Hamlin, Statman Crash. If it would have been 2005, 2006, those guys were teammates and all things were, were the same in that Denny Hamlin had three wins. He was in the chase. And I'm saying this because of the way sponsorship was then versus where we are now. Do you think Denny Hamlin would have gotten gotten some marching orders to let Matt DiBenedetto win that race? It was more likely to have happened back then than now, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know because many times driver – what do we call it again? Command – what driver uh, team team orders team, team orders many times team orders would skew towards the more dominant driver of the team so mm-hmm. I I don't know I really don't know if it would have happened but Statman FedEx is such a big sponsor who knows what kind of bonuses are tied to race wins with Denny Hamlin and the team yeah I think I think that's probably the biggest issue but that's just not part of the NASCAR culture for team orders. Uh, the drivers probably have, like you suggested, bonus clauses, and they're not going to let somebody else get that. And uh, they, you know, the drivers all think they're better than the others, and you know, they probably look at Matt De Benedetto, no matter what they say on Twitter, when he gets out on the track, 
You know, they just push him over to the side and say, beat me if you're good enough. And, uh, you know, that's just not part of the NASCAR culture. No, we hear that more often in drag racing. <laughs> we've we've que- questioned drivers about that, John Force in particular, <laughs> some of his teammates, when you know that. Well, Tony Pedergon flat went after John Force at one point saying yeah. that he was, I don't know the words that he used, but basically referencing that he was John's whipping boy. He yeah. was he was the one that had to lay down for John. It's just curious when you see what happened. Again, Matt DiBenedetto is part of a satellite team with Joe Gibbs Racing. Denny Hamlin, of course, runs for Joe, Gibb, Joe Gibbs Racing, and Denny Hamlin flat out said he felt bad about that, that race win. I just, God. You just there's got to be some. I just think there's got to be something there, especially with such a heavy sponsor like FedEx, because I can't think of another sponsor. For one, for Denny Hamlin, and two, another sponsor in this series that runs every race like FedEx. Yeah, well, you know, this overnight delivery. What can you? What can I say? They gotta. They gotta. They gotta get it done. What can I can't say? What can Brown do for you? But stop asking uh, me package questions. I'm done answering them. Next. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't even have a full time season sponsor. I mean, granted, M and M's does share the wealth with their candy brands, but all right, so that has to be considered full time season sponsor. It's just yeah. a different candy for Kyle Busch. Tommy Davidson. We caught up with him er- earlier. Uh, comedian, actor. You know him from In Living Color. He's uh, it's going to be about 15 minutes of greatness. Uh, he'll be joining us coming up next. Lucas Hall Studios and the Speed Freaks Pits. Sports Radio, redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. (laughs) This is going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No, that I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate fans, you die! That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico, saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey. 
You want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. We caught up with comedian Tommy Davidson earlier. You know him from In Living Color, TV, films, uh, just a funny dude. His comedic comedic tour is uh, heavy right now through the summer. And, yeah, you kick it off with another smart aleck comic from a comic named Tommy Davidson. Right? That, my friends, was one of the most professional segues I've ever – the guy's a pro. Man. Okay, within all of the jokes and stuff, Bam. was able to slant that in. Mm. This is a sports reference. Yep. As in slant, as in a very bad call by Pete Carroll during a very important <laughs> zone. That's good. We'll call the inside slant. Okay. <laughs> or we're talking sports references. Yes. Bart Starr seeing a slant inside of the tackle and the guard going to the famous uh, Lombardi on the sideline is going, I think there's a gap that I can do it just kind of a little slant lean and he goes why don't you go ahead and do it because it's cold so we can get out of here <laughs> those are my those are my references my sports but that's just the start numerous movies this morning in living color comedian <laughs> tommy davidson dropping the pete carroll reference out of the gate that's badass that TD. wow yeah, i mean it's yes it's existent at least right <laughs> It's like frog legs. They're meaty, though. You can't tell. You know? <laughs> you were on Wife Swap, all right? And the other dude, celebrity, was Corey Feldman, Feldman right? Yes. Who looks like a mix between um, between Michael Jackson and um, Smeagol. Oh, I'm serious. I could not be more honest. Take a look at Smeagol. Uh-huh. Take a look at Michael Jackson. Smeagol is the one from Lord of the Rings. Ah, sorry. He kind of crawls, and he's got a little curl here. <laughs> kind of skeletal and a little, he's a little pale, right? But he's a great guy until it comes to the rings. And he's just like, hey, I'm going to get the rings. Rings, man. Rings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like the small consortium of rich white males that runs the country. But anyway. Okay. So, 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 what? What, man? Okay, I just They're great up- until it comes down to the golden rings. All right. I just looked we'll up Smeagol and Corey well, anyway. Feldman. I get it. 
I get it. People Google this. He's sports exactly show, right. Sports show, guys. Sports show. It's a freaky <laughs> Friday. Sports fan I am. Yeah, I can tell. Weird sports fan. Ah. What do you okay, mean by my weird? Teams, my teams. Yeah? My teams would be, if you even guessed, I'm from Washington, D.C. What would my teams um, generally be? Typically the Redskins. Fan. Okay. Go across the board. Baseball, hockey. Okay. Go. So Nationals and... Okay. No. Oh, okay. Damn it. Okay. Okay. Nice try. Um, Who are your favorite teams? Minnesota Vikings. Oh. For football. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers for basketball. Okay. I can see that. Jersey Devils for hockey. Orioles for baseball. But found out a great sports revelation. Sorry. Get on the mic, will you? you? The Vikings are my favorite team. Fran Tarkenton, one of my favorite quarterbacks, held the all-time yardage, passing yardage, and touchdown record forever. The Mm. only one that broke it, I think, was um, Marino after all those years, right? Come to find out, Fran Tarkenton grew up in Washington, D.C. Dang. Dude. I just saw the the, uh, the documentary on the, the, the ESPNU channel, which I don't <laughs> usually watch. So the reason why he learned how to scramble like that was because there are narrow alleys in D.C. <laughs> oh, so no. when they're playing, no, when they're playing in the street playing football, he had to scramble back doing like zigzag patterns and that's how he learned he then moved to georgia you know and 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 did that whole thing but what a connection all my friends wondered why i like the vikings i like it you know? it's a great connection yeah well i liked them because they had you know a really good black defense in like 69 <laughs> like they had all white running backs that's how long i've been a viking fan they had all white running backs which held them yeah, back but that never happens yeah right <laughs> Like, that must have been a long time ago. Dude, the Vikings in the 70s had a black running back that was a monster. Finally came. Foreman, who came in and ran roughshod over that entire division. You're absolutely right, but I was a fan before he came, you see. And I remember Ed Marinero Mm. and Jim Osborne. And those were, like, the running backs. As a matter of fact, I'm a Hurricane fan because of Chuck Foreman. And all my best friends, you know, that I met over the years are from Miami, the football players, so the Hurricanes are like the you. Mm. Is Arizona your place? Where are you from? Dallas. Dallas? Cowboys? Mm. Like across the board? Uh, pretty much. Okay. Cowboys, Mavs, Stars, but huge Longhorns, too. That's hip. Oh. That's hip. That's hip. No. Yay. No, That's hip. That's hip. That's hip. There's only, there's, I mean... That's um, no, he went to Houston, but Ricky Williams, yeah, best friend for years. You know, were you the supplier? No, I wasn't. No, not at all. You're the dude I should blame. Yeah, you right? can't blame me. Why? Take can't it out me. of his mouth. Yeah, I know, I know. And then you know, in his in his in in the um, the football life thing, right. I think he said, "I never, I don't do it." So it's it's good that he doesn't. But you know, he had a great illustrious career. What a pleasure you guys had watching him. Uh, and was yeah. Thurl Earl, Thurl Earl played with you guys too? Yeah, Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell. Yeah. yeah. So you guys had two of the greatest. Right. Like, at least in college. Yeah, at least in college. Vince Young. Yeah, mm-hmm. Vince Young. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. Okay. He didn't go to Houston. He went, yes, yeah. single-handedly. You'll know this. You'll know this. Okay, I'll set it up for you, okay? TGI Fridays. All right? No, you'll know this. You'll it know this. It was TGI Fridays where he spent 2000 a week. Well, besides that. Okay. Besides that. We're staying, can we stay to the sports? Yeah, I guess. Okay, because there's some strip clubs that he spent a lot of money in, too. <laughs> and we can talk about that later on. You'll like those stories. So, you know, so um, 
Leitner, right? Leinert. Leinert, Heisman Trophy winner. Yes. Okay? Yes. Okay? Headed this way. Yes. Headed this way. Um, Reggie Bush. Yeah. Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Vince Young, Young, having had run more yards than Reggie, Mm -hmm. having thrown more touchdown passes and yardage than Leinert, okay, ends up in a game national championship with them with no Heisman Trophy and decides I'm running it in myself to win it. It was, and I had run personally, I have a personal story. I was running from the hard rock because I thought the game was over. And one of the, one of my friends ran and said, dude, you got to come back. (laughs) And I ran back into the bar and he was just running it in. Dude, it was like the biggest doggone thing since what happened on the Super Bowl last year or something. Vince Young is from Houston. That's why you got yeah, Houston that's what it was. stuck in there. He's from now. I personally think this is sports, right? Mm. I personally think that if the Texans would have let this kid finish his trajectory, he might be an all pro to this day because he played in Houston his whole life, pretty much. And in that area, of Texas, no. He the problem was he got hooked up with a dude called Jeff Fisher. Okay. With the Titans. Okay. And Jeff Fisher is synonymous with killing careers, not just right. athletes, but just people that he employed. Right. And it was an opportunity for the Texans to really make a good choice off of a first round because they usually go defensive. And the thing I was wondering was why don't they go offensive? They just started doing it. They just did it with the kid. Mm-hmm. Um the kid that's now the Deshaun guy. Watson. Right. So they finally started making some good choices, but the general manager, for some reason, traditionally didn't do that. They would have sold more Mm -hmm. Vince Young jerseys than any team in Texas if they had got them. I'm talking it's a business, right? So for that franchise, what he would have meant to that franchise, Mm -hmm. you know, and and since he played there his whole life, he never really went away to college. There's a a psychological profile that goes with someone who kind of, doesn't have to readjust in a personal way to be an ambidextrous in ways. Mentally, it would have helped that young man Mm -hmm. to be able to hang in Houston. Yeah, why not? Mm. You're the best thing ever in high school. You're the best thing ever in college. You're in Texas. You get picked by a franchise right there where you did all your stuff. Nothing's going to change. Sports is momentum. Mm Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't have to think about it, and he's right in the playbook, and he's right, he just won the national championship, and you light him up for some games, the chances are he's going to be a lot more successful than being replanted somewhere. Having to, It's just one of those things. So help me out with this. I think okay. you saw where I was going to, with this. Uh, yeah, right? I, I, I want to hear this. All right, so you've got— You're going to miss this. You've got Mahomes in Kansas City. Tombstone. Okay. You've got— Let's say Carson Wentz with the Eagles. You got mm-hmm. Kyler Murray with the Cardinals, where you have teams basically implementing offensive systems that go along, regardless if you call it the air raid, a college style, regardless. They're implementing offenses centered around their top quarterback draft pick. Okay. That was a problem with the Titans and Vince Young. Jeff Fisher was was the coach. And if Vince Young would have come in like let's say today, last four or five years, teams would have implemented an offense right, right. around Vince Young. Right. I know dude's got problems upstairs. He does, mm-hmm. or did. Mm-hmm. But if Vince Young would have been in a system that was more conducive to his style of play, mm-hmm. 
uh, we wouldn't have some so much n- negative response to his play in the National Football League. I agree. Kyler Murray, it's, this offense is designed for Kyler Murray with the Cardinals. So, but you're so right because that's what happened to um, RG three too. True. You know, and sometimes the emphasis will go onto a general manager, offensive coordinator, coach philosophy, offensive philosophy mm-hmm. over what they need to do tactilely to have a successful offense. Well, okay. You're not joking. Hold on, though. You're not joking. You are picking out stats from Super Bowls way far back that a lot of people are just like, wait a minute, how how do you remember that? Are you one of those guys that can remember something so well, whether you read it or you watch it, and Mm -hmm. it's, boom, it's permanently in your brain? It's not really that. What it is is that I'm a real fan of the truth. Okay. You know what I mean? And so I look at things from a really practical standpoint, about a real factual standpoint about the truth. You know what I mean? So I'm looking at it from that standpoint. And that, that, that I have a universal perception of that. Hmm. So that, that really covers my whole thinking. You know, and it, it really simplifies things for me. I'll give you an example. I just wrote a book called Living in Color. That's my book. It's called In Living in Color. I was on a show called In Living Color. It was an appropriate title for me yeah. because I was abandoned as an infant in Greenville, Mississippi. I was adopted by a white woman from Wyoming. I was raised in, uh, in um, Laramie, Wyoming and Casper, Wyoming and Fort Collins, Colorado. I moved to Washington, D.C. when my parents broke during the riot in 68 when King got shot. So me, my brother and my sister, I didn't know that we're black. Uh, we were black or white. I'm sorry. Sorry. I didn't know we were black, not to destroy any camera angles. Um, 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 so we arrive in this city, and there's tear gas, fires. We're on the floor. Me and my sister and my brother go to the swimming pool the next day, and the black kids kicked our ass all the way home every single day. I'm five years old. Okay? I've never even been beat up before. So I got home, and I asked my mother, you know, what's going on because the people that are beating us up keep saying that that Burl and Michael are white crackers and that I'm a white cracker lover. So I said to my mom, I like graham crackers. So I don't know why they're beating me up too. You see? And that's the first time she said that's how people your color call people. I was like, what, is, what, what are you talking about? I'm brown. I'm not black. You know, she said, no, we call you black. I said, but I'm brown like the crayon. You see? And so then we moved to the suburbs because it got so bad. And it's the first time I heard the word because grown white men were chasing me home. I was barely even getting home. And I said to my mom, who are these? We got to stay away from them. They're dangerous, man. And she was like, that's what people our color call people your color when they don't like them. So I thought that was the stupidest thing ever, mm. ever. So that made me start going after the facts of why people don't like each other based on color. You know, and and the the, the 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 answer is is the absence of love, because I was loved and I didn't think about color. Mm-hmm. See, I connected color. I thought we were like animals, right? We are animals, right? Mm-hmm. But I thought we were I like from the animal kingdom. Like a, a a brown horse could have a white colt, or a brown kitten can have a gray one, a speckly one, a black one. So I thought I was a brown one of whatever we were. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. So it made me start going after the facts of stuff. So I listen for facts, mm. even in sports. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I go factual, and it all it all it all culminates in one thing. It all culminates in one thing. When when Russell when Russell Wilson 
Simmons. When Russell <laughs> Wilson, I'm a, I'm a part of a lot of worlds. When when Russell <laughs> Wilson does. dropped back and called that play on that slant, wham! Right, he threw it. The guy intercepted it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, they had worked on that. And when they asked uh, Belichick about that, he said, yeah, we've, we've seen them run that. They usually run that typically in that situation. Well, in practice, that player was missing that play, and they kept teasing him and stuff like that. So when he saw the play, and he was new on the team, it's not like he came in a number one draft choice and all that. He made the team. The NFL's hard. He was on the team in the Super Bowl. He's like, I, I missed this in practice, man, and I know this play. He was so anxious to get that play done that he jumped it and, and made the interception. They asked Tom Brady, Michael, Michael Irvin asked Tom Brady after the game. I look for the facts, right? Um, he asked, uh, Tom, tell me the truth now and don't lie, okay? Because you're in front of everybody. You got, the, you got the Lombardi again, but I need to know the answer to this, right? And so, so he goes, yeah, what is it? He goes, if now, if. Now, I'm only going to put if, but I need the truth from you, Tom, okay? If they would have gave that ball. To beast mode, would you be sitting right here with the Lombardi? And Tom said, as eloquently and and w- full of such balance and wisdom, he said, "I'm just glad they didn't." <laughs> How would Sammy Davis have called that game? Well, I mean, he's you know he he definitely wouldn't would have seen the unfortunate pass interference of the Rams in the NFC Championship game, even with one eye. Um, <laughs> 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 and <laughs> and he would have saw that as 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 either some kind of uh uh get rich quick scheme from Vegas and all the riches or 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 something from outer space and and that's with even one eye um so we but you know um hindsight's never 2020 but I'm not 2020 <laughs> if you go down to Michael Jackson on the field what would he have said to maybe Tom Brady or what Russell Wilson after the game beat it 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 so you know, we ever that was for it. russell wilson the other one for yeah. tom would be thriller thriller night i got a model wife i got another Lombardi. you know that's a wrap shoot the juice to the moose and stab man cut it loose